Well, hallelujah. Bless his holy name. This is Leah with Walk It Out. I am so uh, happy to be with you tonight. God is just good. He's good all the time. Amen. All the time. And I don't know, I have a special joy uh, in my heart today. It's um, just just thankful. Thankful to be called his daughter. Aren't you thankful? Just thankful that we have a God who loves us and cares for us and um, provides for us and takes care of us and blesses us down to uh, our children and grandchildren and just all generations, you know, of those who love him. He takes care of, of his people, and I'm, I'm just so grateful to be called his, and I know you are too, so I just have to open up today's uh, episode, today's podcast, just with um, a praise on my lips, you know, and that should be an everyday thing with us, no matter what our circumstances, you know, life is life, you know, it brings challenges, it brings things in our path, you know, the enemy is always busy. But we have a God uh, who has already given us a victory. I posted today uh, uh, that we don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. And, you know, that is the truth. That is the truth. We are victorious people. So whatever you are facing today, whatever is trying to come against you, trying to block you, uh, trying to discourage you, just know that the God uh, Jehovah and Jesus, Yeshua, Holy Spirit that is in you is greater than anything that is coming against you. You've already won. How about that? How about that? You have already won. You've already won. All you got to do is hold on to your faith and walk it out. Amen. Walk out the victory. Hallelujah. So again, that brings me back to walk it out. We are walking uh, through the word of God as we uh, as we walk out uh, physical health in our bodies, you know, and transforming our minds as we transform our bodies in the word of God. Amen. So we are in Leviticus chapter six. Um, I don't know how far we're going to get. We are in the book of Leviticus. You know, that is the law of the priest. So it can get very technical. Uh, a lot of... Um, uh, rules and regulations in this book, but man, Holy Spirit shows up, right? And he gives us revelation and uh, uh, prophetic insight and just things that we can um, glean and use in our life. And isn't that the way the word of God is? You know, it is spirit and it is life. So sometimes when we just don't feel like reading the word or we don't want to read a particular book, you know, we have to press ourselves. God rewards those who who diligently seek him. Uh, so when we press in to do what our flesh doesn't want to do, there is a reward in that. And I have to tell you, you know, there were there are books that I just avoided reading. Like I never wanted to read the song, uh, the Song of Solomon, and and even like the technical books like um, Leviticus and and Deuteronomy. I wouldn't read those for a long time, you know, or or I would um, force myself to read the Bible from back to front, you know, from Genesis to Revelations. But when I got to some of those books, I would just kind of speed read, you know, skip over some stuff and just really not take it in. And man, was I missing a lot. 
So um, I want you to learn from my mistakes. You know, don't do that. Don't do that. Know that the word of God is alive and every bit of it is for our edification, for our teaching, for our discipline. And it's a blessing. So again, we're going to pick up where we left off in Leviticus and we're at Leviticus chapter six. So I'm just going to start um, reading and we are just expecting the Lord to just come in and bless it in and we will receive from God what he desires for us to get today. Amen. In the mighty name of Yeshua, our Messiah. All right. Verse one. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, if a soul sin and commit a trespass against the Lord and lie unto his neighbor in that which was delivered him to keep or in fellowship or in a thing taken away by violence or have deceived his neighbor or have found that which was lost and lieth concerning it and sweareth falsely in any of all these the, of all these that a man doeth sinning therein then it shall be because he hath sinned and is guilty that he shall restore that which he took violently away or the thing which he hath deceitfully gotten or that which was delivered him to keep or the lost thing which he found okay so what is he talking about here lying lying and stealing um you know lying about not getting something um, but yet you do have it. Lying about not uh, taking something, but yet you did take it. Okay, this is what he's talking about. Uh, verse 5. Or all that about which he hath sworn falsely, he shall even restore it in the principle, and shall add the fifth part more thereto, and give it unto him to whom it appertaineth in the day of his trespass offering. Okay, so he's talking about, you know, when you take something that doesn't belong to you, not only are you to restore it, but you are to give extra, uh, you know, pay some interest, pay some interest on that thing that uh, that you took that was not rightfully yours. OK, you deprive someone of something. Not only do you pay it back, but you give some extra, um, you know, for the trespass. And they were to do this in the day of the trespass offering. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord, a ram without blemish out of the flock with thy estimation for a trespass offering unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord, and it shall be forgiven him for anything of all that he have done in trespassing therein. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment and his linen breeches shall he put upon his flesh and take up the ashes which the fire hath consumed with the burnt offering on the altar. And he shall put them beside the altar and he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning, and lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. And this is the law of the meat offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord, before the altar. And he shall take of it his handful 
of the flour of the meat offering and of the oil thereof, and all the frankincense which is upon the meat offering, and shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor, even the memorial of it unto the Lord. And the remainder thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat, with unleavened bread shall it be eaten in the holy place. In the court of the tabernacle of the congregation they shall eat it. It shall not be uh, bacon with leaven. I have given it unto them for their portion of my offerings. Made by fire it is most holy, as is the sin offering and as the trespass offering. All the males among the children of Aaron shall eat of it. It shall be a statute forever in your generations concerning the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Everyone that touches them shall be holy. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed. The tenth part of the epeth of fine flour for a meat offering perpetual, half of it in the morning and half thereof at night. In a pan it shall be made with oil, and when it is bacon, thou shalt bring it in, and the and the baked pieces of the meat offering shall thou offer for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest of his sons that is anointed in his stead shall offer it. It is a statue forever unto the Lord. It shall be wholly burnt. For every meat offering for the priest shall be wholly burnt. It shall not be eaten. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest that offered it for sin shall eat it, and the holy place shall it be eaten, in the court of the tabernacle of the congregation. Whatsoever shall touch the flesh thereof shall be holy. And when there is sprinkled of the blood thereon upon any garment, Thou shalt wash that whereon it was sprinkled in the holy place. But the earthen vessel wherein it was sodden shall be broken. And if it be sodden in a brazen pot, it shall be both scoured and missed, I'm sorry, and rinsed in water. All the males among the priests shall eat thereof. It is most holy. And no sin offering whereof any of the blood is brought into the tabernacle of the congregation to reconcile with all and the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burnt in the fire. Whew. And again, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, I am on the hill on my treadmill right now going up these hills. Hallelujah. But um, again, we see the specificity that the Lord requires in the offerings and what's to be done and how it's to be done and, and how it's to be disposed of and all of that, you know, and again, we already talked about this. It just shows, um, you know, that God is serious about sin and about what it took to uh, remit sin. You know, praise God for Jesus, you know, for the blood of Yeshua that um, that we don't have to go through this particular process because he did it on the cross. But it's just to show us the gravity, uh, you know, that. Uh, that the remission of sin, um, that it wasn't a light thing, that they had to really um, be serious about that business, you know? So it just allows us uh, some insight on that. So let's move on to verse 7. Let's see. Been on here 12, 13 minutes. 
So let's keep going. I hope you guys are doing good. Hope you're getting your either, you know, your walk on if you're on your bike, if you're uh, doing some yoga, Pilates, lifting weights, or maybe you're just chilling, you know, just getting your Bible reading in. That's that's okay too. Maybe this is your rest day. Okay. So I'm not mad at you. (laughs) Just make sure that you are um, getting in some physical activity throughout your day. Because again, we're transforming our bodies as we transform our mind. Amen. All right, so let's go to verse 7. Likewise, this is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the place where they kill the burnt offering shall they kill the trespass offering. And the blood thereof shall he sprinkle round about, about upon the altar. And he shall offer of it all the fat thereof, the rump and the fat that cover the inwards, and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the flanks and the call that is above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar for an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests shall eat thereof. It shall be eaten in the holy place, in the most holy. As the sin offering is, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. The priest that maketh atonement therewith shall have it. And the priest that offereth any man's burnt offering, even the priest shall have to himself the skin of the burnt offering which he hath offered. And all the meat offering that is baked in the oven, and all that is dressed in the frying pan, and in the pan shall be the priest that offereth it. And every meat offering mingled with oil and dry shall all the sons of Aaron have one as much as another. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which he shall offer unto the Lord. If he offer it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil and cakes mingled with oil of fine flour fried. Besides the cakes, he shall offer for his offering leavened bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offerings. And of it he shall offer one out of the whole oblation for an heave offering unto the Lord. And it shall be the priest that the sprinkleth the blood of the peace offerings. And the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that is offered. That is offered. Sorry, I lost my place here. That is eaten the same day that is offered. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering be a vow or a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten the same day that he offered his sacrifice. And on the morrow also the remainder of it shall be eaten. But the remainder of the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burnt with fire. And if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering be eaten at all on the third day, it shall not be accepted. Neither shall it be imputed unto him that offereth it. It shall be an abomination, and the soul that eateth of it shall bear his iniquity. And the flesh that toucheth any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burnt with fire, and as for the flesh, all that be clean shall eat thereof. But the soul that eateth of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, that pertaineth unto the Lord, having his uncleanness upon him, even the soul shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, the soul that shall touch any unclean thing as the uncleanness of man, of any unclean beast, 
or any abominable unclean thing, and eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which pertain unto the Lord, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto us, the children of Israel, saying, Ye shall eat no manner of fat, of ox, of sheep, or of goat, and the fat of the beast that dieth of itself, and the fat of that which is torn with beasts may be used in any other use, but ye shall in no wise eat of it. For whatsoever eateth the fat of the beast of which man, of which men offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, even so that eateth shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, ye shall eat no manner of blood, whether it be a fowl or of beast, in any of your dwellings. Whatsoever soul it be that eateth any manner of blood, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, He that offereth the sacrifice of his peace offerings unto the Lord shall bring his oblation unto the Lord of the sacrifice of his peace offering. His own hands shall bring the offerings of the Lord made by fire. The fat with the breast it shall he bring, that the breast may be waxed for a wave offering before the Lord. And the priest shall burn the fat upon the altar. But the breast shall be Aaron's and his sons. And the right shoulder shall ye give unto the priest for a heave offering of the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron that offer the blood of the peace offerings and the fat shall have the right <coughs> shoulder for his part. For the wave breast and the heave shoulder have I taken of the children of Israel from off the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given them unto Aaron the priest and unto his sons by a statue forever from among the children of Israel. This is the portion of the anointing of Aaron and of the anointing of his sons and of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. And the day when he presented them to minister unto the Lord in the priest's office, which the Lord commanded to be given them of the children of Israel, and the day that he anointed them by a statue forever through the generations. This is interesting because this is, um, you know, this was uh, the priest that the, that tribe, the tribe of, you know, that became the tribe of Levi or the, um, the priestly tribe, they didn't get a portion in the inheritance, but they were to be maintained by the offerings. And we see uh, the genesis of, of this, the beginning of this. And this is, um, let me go back, verse 37. This is the law of the burnt offerings. Oh, I think I'm done here. Let me turn that off. Okay, we still got a little bit to go though. This is the law of the burnt offering, of the meat offering, and of the sin offering, and of the trespass offering, and of the consecrations, and of the sacrifice of the peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses in Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer their oblations unto the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Amen. All right, so that's uh, chapter 7. So we went through chapter 6 and 7 today. I'm going to kind of end it here. Um, but I do want to just look up that word. We've been reading about, um, just look up that word so we can see. I have an idea what that means. I mean, um, oblations, they're referring to the offering. But let's just see exactly what that word, what that word means. And of course, my dictionary is stuck now.
Um, let's try that again. Yep, doesn't want to work right now. So I, I did want to look that up because we have been talking about it and oh here we go oblation and I don't know about you but ever whenever I'm reading um, in the word and I find a word that I don't exactly know what it means I'll I'll go to the concordance and uh, see what uh, the Hebrew if I'm in the Old Testament or the Greek if I'm in the new um, you know just to try and get some understanding and insight into what the word of God is saying, but for this word, you know, this is a common word. So I'm just going to look it up in the dictionary. Here it is. Oblation, the offering uh, to God of the elements of bread and wine in the Eucharist or two, the whole uh, office of the Eucharist. Three, the act of making an offering, especially to a deity for any offering for religious or charitable uses. So so oblation is just another word for offering. And that's kind of what I thought. But I just wanted to, you know, just be clear about that. And when we're reading the word and if there's a word that we don't normally see or we're not quite sure what it what it means, I encourage you to look it up, you know, because it it could be something that we're missing when we don't truly understand what God is, is telling us or what that word means. So. All right, that is the end of uh, Walk It Out today. I want to thank you for being with me today uh, as we go through the Word of God. Again, we were in Leviticus chapter 6 and chapter 7 today. And um, Holy Spirit, Father God, uh, our Savior Jesus, we just thank you uh, for your Word. We thank you for uh, having the ability to search you out and to seek you out in your Word. And we know that every every jot and every tittle of your word is is important and it will not pass away. So we just thank you for this time together in your word, Lord. Allow uh, whatever um, is needed at any particular time from our readings to come up in our spirit and to prompt us, to move us, to comfort us, to um, uh, prepare us, uh, whatever the purpose, Lord God, we just thank you in advance for your word never returns void. So we just bless your name today and we thank you in the mighty name of Yeshua, our Messiah. So uh, Baruch Hashem, have an awesome rest of day, night, whatever time this is for you. And until we meet again, have a wonderful, wonderful day.